My mother believed and my father believed that if I wanted to be president of the United States, I could be, I could be vice president. This is America. Former Vice President Joe Biden has been elected president of the United States. It is my greatest honor and privilege to have been your president. We will be back in some form. We are still deeply divided. Public health experts warned this was coming unless more was done. And here we are now. Are you proud of what happened here today? Absolutely. Never before in American history has there been an uprising like this. Of the 75 million Americans who voted for Donald Trump, I don't know how many today are feeling, dear God, what was I thinking? But I would wager a lot more are thinking, let's carry on this fight. Character matters. It matters. Tell them the truth matters. The 21st century is going to be the American century. Because we lead not only by the example of our power, but by the power of our example. That is the history of the journey of America. While New York Governor Andrew Cuomo's dramatic fall from grace hit the news in recent weeks, Harvey Weinstein, the movie mogul and the man whose reputation as a predator was a running joke in Hollywood for years. The man whose prosecution spawned the beginning of the Me Too movement appeared to be sitting pretty when an L.A. judge tossed out a sexual battery charge against him. All that changed this week. As always, here to explain better than anyone what the hell is going on in America, it's our US correspondent, Sunday Business Post legend, my friend and yours, Marion McKeown. Before we get started, though, if you'd like to hear the full uncut conversation, everything, including more uh, on Afghanistan and the Ron Jeremy case, pop over to patreon.com forward slash Abroad. Join us this week. A couple of clicks and you'll gain access to absolutely everything, a full back catalogue of eight years of Irish man abroad episodes and your life will improve immediately marion great to have you here i i will second that endorsement i i uh you this the interviews you know what it's a fascinating look and i'm digressing here at the last eight years of irish life and what irish people are doing overseas and whatever cracking interviews in there darlet so thanks I, a lot I, marion Thoroughly, thoroughly echo what you just said. Great to be here. Checks in the post. Um, the, I, I hope it's bigger than the last one. <laughs> the, 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 I think a lot of us had thought that the Weinstein thing had gone away. Can you update us on what exactly is happening here and what this ruling means? Right. Now, there are a couple of things, firstly, with the Weinstein thing. He, we, you... The, and I'm sure all the listeners and, and all the gang remember that back in January 2020, and I remember the case, I covered it in New York, when he was sentenced to 23 years in prison uh, for three sort of, they were almost specimen charges. They were the charges that the, the, the prosecutors thought had the best chances of, of securing conviction because in so many of these cases, you know, it, there was the he said, she, she said element and there were other things that made it complicated, time lapsing, etc. So he was sentenced to prison in New York. He was serving 23 years in prison in New York. And then the, the Los Angeles District Attorney, Jackie Lacey, who's a very smart woman, a very tough woman, 
and has really gone after a lot of the people that that came to to prominence or ignominy, you could say, as a result of the Me Too movement. Now she said, uh, "We're not. We're, we're going after you as well. We don't care if if New York puts you away for 23 years. Weinstein is 69 now." And she said, "But you're coming out here to face charges of the women that from the women that you raped here and sexually assaulted and and you know terrorized basically." So they brought 11 charges initially, and the charges ranged from you know like raping women using other objects, forced oral sex, things like that, like really, and you know, in in one case, and this is the one that was dismissed and then re-entered, it's, you know, I think without dwelling too much on the, the legal mechanics of it, there is a legal device. What the judge decided when she heard that case, this all came up a couple of weeks ago, and then it was back in court on Friday, and there was a ruling on, on the Monday just gone by. So basically what happened was one of, 10 of the 11 charges were okay. They were okay to proceed. And one of them was dropped on a legal technicality because Weinstein's lawyers said, oh, you know, when you brought that first, uh, it, it, it was, ex- the indictment was accepted first. Then they said that it went beyond the statute of limitations. And then that, uh, you know, the period, the six months thereafter, when after it was initially filed was too late. So the, the judge in the case said, okay, you know, we'll drop that charge, but I'm giving the prosecutors leave to hold another secret sort of jury hearing before a grand jury, and then they can bring back a, a, a replacement charge effectively. As I say, it is a legal device. I, you know, it's effective, but I'm a little squeamish about, you know, you should have a public preliminary hearing, I think, and the evidence should be put out there. I think that when you use a secret grand jury hearing as a legal device to get around something that, yes, the defence lawyers were, were being very deliberate in, in, in trying to get that dropped, but but uh, it kind of leaves me feeling a little bit squeamish. But the situation as of today, as of Monday, was that he was another charge had been reinstated to replace one of the charges after a drop. So he's now facing 11 different charges. If convicted on them, he will probably receive another 140 years in prison. As I say, you put that on top of the 23 in New York, he's not going anywhere anytime soon. Uh, he had been trying to avoid being extradited to LA for months and months saying that, you know, he needed eye surgery. And his his lawyers, of course, did this humanitarian outrage saying, oh my God, if he goes to LA, he'll go blind. And this is a scandal. You're, making, you're forcing him to choose between his eyesight and, and his freedom, uh, you know, not, neither of which are an issue because there are plenty of doctors in LA. I, I would venture to suggest there are more doctors in LA than probably anywhere else in the world who are cap- perfectly capable of performing a cataract operation or or whatever it was. And and uh, also, you know, as I said, he's, his freedom is something which uh, that ship has long since sailed. So he was he could have um, had the arraignment on Monday and and had the case effectively proceed on Monday. He chose to have it deferred to the 20th of September. Again, this is what I think I said to you before when we spoke about Bill Cosby, who in, in fact has been freed on, on a technicality, is that delay is the rich person's prerogative in all these cases. They can delay, delay, delay. And that's really, we saw it with Jeffrey Epstein initially. We see it with, you know, that delay is their friend. It's their friend usually if they're outside on bail. But I think in Weinstein's case, he has nothing to gain by by standing trial in LA if by some chance he was released after 10 years in New York and it is possible on good behavior okay he'd be in his late 70s but now if if he is convicted in LA and 
he is released in New York at some point in his late 70s, he'll go straight to prison in LA. So I suspect that's why they were trying to avoid extradition. That's why they've been trying to avoid this case. That's why they've been trying to just legal nitpick on it to, to try and just, as I say, stop it going forward. But it, it will go forward at some point. And as I say, that the, you know, when he came to LA, he stayed in all these hotels that, that everybody who's, you know, they're like the LA if you've got it made, you stay there like the Beverly Hills Hotel, the huge big pink confection yeah. on, on Sunset Boulevard, the Bel Air. All the, He took suites in all these places. And these were the hotels where he raped, sexually assaulted, and, and as was alleged by the prosecutors, terrorized young women who thought they were coming for business meetings, who thought they were there to, for, you know, by way, you know, to discuss auditions, whatever. And, you know, his reputation, of course, has preceded him for for decades. But but it, it is, you know, again, it's, it's, what, 18 months, more than 18 months since, since the, he was convicted in a New York um, court. And I think people thought, oh, you know what, it's okay that, that, you know, he's in prison now. But I think that they made the right decision in Los Angeles that there's no reason to let him off the hook for the crimes he committed here. Yeah, and also there's a sense that, and I see it mentioned different places, that this is Hollywood in, in some ways saying, no, we will take responsibility for this. And we enabled him as a community, the, like the entertainment community, uh, as I said at the start, knew full well the issues with this man. Yet he was celebrated at every turn nearly. He was allowed to do what he was doing and it was understood that it was kind of part of dealing with Harvey. Is that a part of this, Marion? Do you hear that talked about at all? You know, it's funny how quickly in America, and I don't know if it's because we're in such a, it's not even a 24 news cycle anymore. It's, it's a minute to minute news cycle. You know, I mean, like Twitter, social media, that dictates the pace of the news and it's ever more fast and furious. Weinstein had been all but forgotten, I think. Mm. Uh, you know, it, over the last year, he's in prison in New York. People had sort of, you know, I don't want to say moved on, but they had forgotten. The legal community had forgotten. Certainly, I think Hollywood was only dying to forget about him and dying to forget about, as you say, their role in enabling him and, and any culpability that, that would be associated deservedly with the Hollywood film industry, where once you're a winner and your box office numbers are good, you can do whatever the hell you want, basically. And and that really was the rule for Hollywood. And I would, I would imagine that a lot of Hollywood would prefer to just, as I say, to forget about it, to leave him, you know, in, in his prison cell in New York and not to have this come up again. I, I don't know that they feel any sense of responsibility or any sense of of uh, liability or, or even embarrassment at, at how they nurtured, enabled and protected him to a large degree. I, I, I certainly, if it exists, I'm not I'm not hearing anything about it. So there you have it. That's your taste of the Irishman in America for this week with Marion McKeown. Come on over and hear the rest of the conversation by becoming a member at patreon.com forward slash Irishman Abroad and enjoy all these conversations in full, including our feature interview every Sunday and our back catalogue of nearly eight years of interviews at patreon.com forward slash Irishman Abroad. Ready? You have the cameras rolling? This is America. A lot of people who would probably consider themselves liberal have done very well financially under the Donald Trump four years. You encouraged espionage against our people. You condemn 
any interference by Russia in the American election. By Russia or anybody else. Russia, please, if you can, get us Hillary Clinton's emails. Please, Russia, please. To renew America, we must revitalize our democracy.